what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Gentlemen, welcome to episode 12, volume 5 of our annual Thanksgiving episode of the Fantasy Formula, your number one holiday shopping stop for all of your fantasy needs and wants. Hank, two days until Turkey Day and two weeks till fantasy playoffs are upon us. It, it's an amazing time of year. I cannot wait. First of all, Thanksgiving is a great time of year because the amount of football and food that you sure. get to take in on Thursday. You know, actually, it's my favorite holiday of the year, Hank. I rank it above Christmas. I rank it above Easter. I rank it above Valentine's Day. I rank it above Flag Day. I rank it above President's Day. I rank it above my birthday. And I'm going to tell you why, Hank. <laughs> Let me hear this. <laughs> so what Thanksgiving is really about you know, compared to all the other holidays where you got to buy this present, you got to give this away, and your time is spent going here, going there, hustle and bustle. Thanksgiving typically, typically is waking up. You might have to travel a little ways. There's no presents exchanged. There's no whatever else you do wow. on these holidays. It took a lot of memory, uh, brain power right there. It's eating, drinking, napping. And watching sports. How about being <laughs> thankful? Can we throw that in there? But family was number one on the list. I, meant being <laughs> I saw. With, I, meant I saw being that. Family was number one for of course. And actually, I talked about this with Olivia the other day because it's her second favorite. But reason Christmas is her favorite, obviously because of gifts. Gifts. But it was her second uh, favorite because of family. <laughs> she said, "Dad, is that why you like it the most too?" I was like, "Absolutely, absolutely." No you know that. It. So, where does it rank on your list, there, Hanky? I tell you, I, you know, I, we just talked about this the other day, and, and Halloween was your favorite one. <laughs> you said Halloween was your favorite holiday. <laughs> that's, that's my wife's Mark, favorite. Hey, yeah. no, 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 no. We are going <laughs> rewind the tape. Anybody that go back and listen to it, I swear, less than thirty days ago, you I said don't like Halloween. Dude, it must be somebody else that you're thinking of. No, 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 no. We we talked about it was one of your favorite holidays, okay? <laughs> and th- yes, sir, because I remember talking about it, and, I, and you were like, "What's your favorite holiday?" And I was like, "Columbus Day, without a doubt." <laughs> okay, right? Well, I I do vaguely remember that, but I would have <laughs> never said Halloween is my favorite day because I don't like scary stuff, and Halloween is full of scary stuff. <laughs> full of scary so, stuff. Yes, yeah, so I just like Thanksgiving because of family, food, football. That's okay. It, well, listen, I love Thanksgiving. I'm I'm a big eater. I like it. Mm-hmm. When we were growing up, my mom used to make two pan, three pans of stuffing. Ooh. One for the family, one for Jake, well, one for me. <laughs> right? Yes. I love it. It is awesome. I love sitting there watching football. Yeah. I love hanging out. 
You know, you throw on some comfortable stuff. Sure. Now, now you're so old. You're not taking pictures. Right. You sure as heck aren't going out afterwards. Absolutely so, not. Where's the mesh? Yes. Where's the hoodie? <laughs> let's put it on. Exactly. Let's get and comfortable. Let's just chill. Yeah, let's I just love chill. Thanksgiving. I'm with you. I think it is a great holiday because you don't have to worry about anything. Because right. Lord knows, we got Valentine's Day. Don't mess that one up. Yeah. God forbid you mess up Christmas. Mm-mm-mm. Thanksgiving. Hey, what do you want me to do? Eat? Done. <laughs> if you happen to get real drunk, which my brother did, the best Thanksgiving story of all time. Are you ready for this? Throw it on me. Okay. So I am a fresh sophomore in college. My brother is a senior in high school. Not 21 at this point. No, we're <laughs> both underage and so we travel to my aunt's beautiful home in greenville south carolina lovely so my dad as it happens on thanksgiving my dad would always have a bloody mary on thanksgiving i I always remember when i was little he'd always have one and so jeremy says hey let me get one of them and like my dad was like you don't drink jeremy my jeremy was like I'll drink anybody under the table in this oh, house. Oh, oh. in this bull. Hilarious. And so my dad was like, Chad, you want one? I was like, sure. I've never really drank. I drank before with my dad, but only at our house, right. you know, one beer maybe. Right. And so this is 930 in the morning we're talking about here, buddy. We're sure. there early. Hey, if you're going to drink all day, yeah. you got to start in the morning. Exactly. So Jeremy knocked down that first Bloody Mary, and he said, give me another one. So my dad <laughs> pours him another one extra strong. And so after the second one, my brother, he's 17 years old. He is lit up like a Christmas tree. And my dad was like, got you another one coming, Jeremy. So keeps pouring them. Nice. I bet probably about five or six deep. So by 1130, my brother and my, be- my aunt's beautiful, I mean, it's a beautiful home, brand new, runs out the front door. Hurls! Oh. Hurls the, he could, okay, so basically threw up everywhere, passed out before we ate Thanksgiving lunch, slept all afternoon, oh. we had to pick him up, put him in the car, and drive him back to Hickory that night. Happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> Jeremy. We we tell that story every. I hope he has the too. same occurrences yeah. this year. Are we going to that aunt again? No, she's kind of, actually. We're all meeting Charlotte this year. All but, right. Uh, we tell that story every Thanksgiving. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, it's a great, great story, Jeremy. Trying to be the biggest drinker in the world, Jeremy. Oh, it was great. My aunt says she still has throw up stains on the little foyer. Hey, or could whatever. you imagine? <laughs> projectile vomiting, <laughs> Bloody Mary. Oh, oh, my gosh. You couldn't oh. pick anything worse. Maybe Kool-Aid. Yes. I don't know. It would be terrible. Little things of celery. Oh, oh wait, no, 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 no. Okay, well, let's get off that and let's get on to the Woo. next thing. Woo. So let me tell you a little bit about my adventures at Carolina Panther game Thursday. Mm-hmm. Good times, good seats, saw some folks. Watch the Panthers literally try to give the game away again, but they pulled it out. The scary thing that we saw was the Luke Keekley incident, and we couldn't tell what was going on. Even from those seats? I mean, unfortunately, I think we were, we really weren't even paying attention to the game by this time. You know, we were, whoo, whatever we were. Yeah, exactly. But I saw the highlights afterwards, and it had to be scary to you guys watching. He looked like he was crying. Yeah, and he was visibly shaking. Yeah, it was, it was, it was. Upsetting. So concussion-related symptoms, and they said that's actually what happens. I didn't know this. One um, indication that you've got a concussion, your emotions, you can't control them. So obviously that we were seeing that on the field. Right. Um, any update to what his 
I actually have not read anything recently yeah. on where he is, but if he's in the midst of the protocol, you can expect him not to be there. Absolutely. So I That's just kind of what I was, I was expecting. Right. I would assume the same thing. But anyway, it was awesome. So after the game, we moseyed on back down, walked to our hotel room, and in the meantime, we popped in this little mellow mushroom. You know mm-hmm. which one I'm talking about near I the stadium? Exactly which one. And we ran into some people that we knew, and we had us a time until about, I think we closed her down about 2.15, and we rolled on nice. to the hotel room. Sure. Got a good rest that evening, woke up, little breakfast in bed action. Nice. You know, hey, yeah. okay, read the paper for a little bit, checked up on all the scores from the night before. Back in the car, came back to work, finished the week up Fantastic. strong. Fantastic. Yeah. Hey, I, I appreciate that. And that timeline seems about right because I got a text from you late that evening. <laughs> you did. Any comments on that? Let's not talk about that. Okay. Right, let's move okay. on. Let's, let's move, move on. right on. Sometimes I have been known to get sentimental, whatever you want to say, after about a cocktail or two. Sure. Only about 2.45 in the morning. You know, right. So I might have sent a very sentimental email to you upon listening to our last week's episode of I, the Fantasy Forum. Hey, listen, I get it. Yes. And all I got to say to you, love you too. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, Hank, you want to talk a little bit about your weekend before we move on to fantasy football fundum? Sure. I've got two things that we did. Friday night, we went to go watch the Hornets play. Oh, awesome. and they were playing. What a game that yeah, was. Yeah, man. They played Atlanta, and we got great seats too, and went down there and had a great time. We ate a little bit before, and then we got in, had a little bit of food there, mm-hmm. got to watch a great game. Yes. I mean, Kimball Walker was not non-existent, but he really wasn't scoring in the first half. Second half, it was on. Mm-hmm. It was on. The best part of the whole thing was there was a, just an obnoxious Atlanta fan, mm. about 10 rows up yeah. from the uh, front. And every time somebody would score, he had on a Schroeder jersey, he would, he would like – Put his finger, oh, his thumbs, one and of like those dudes. Point at the Check jersey, me out. and then he would act like his hand was a gun and cock it right, you know, no. like in the air oh. when they'd hit a three. No. Well, you're not throwing. When they stuff fell at him. apart, there were 25 people in his <laughs> ass. Beautiful. Man, they Beautiful. got all over him, and yeah. it was just my pleasure to watch it go downhill. Yeah. But it was a great game. My little boy and his buddy loved it. Yeah. Uh, Reagan loved it. Cool. Uh, we got home, went to bed a little late. We had our little buddy spend the night yes. over. Got mm-hmm. up early because we were going to run the turkey trot. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. I, I like to run, and my little boy likes to run with me and everything, so he was pretty confident, right? Yeah. But the one thing that happens when you run is every day is a little bit different. Hydration can be a problem. Sleep, sleep can be a problem. All this stuff can be a problem. So my little boy ran four miles with me last week, and everything was good, right? We go out a little hot mm-hmm. on this run, right? And he was real confident at the beginning. <laughs> we get in about a mile and a half, and uh, he don't feel so good. Uh-oh. He don't feel so good. Uh-oh. Feels like he's going to throw up. Might have saw a tear. Oh. Right? Yeah. Oh, no. So um, it was a great life lesson. Sure. Sure. You know, don't put the cart in front of the horse. Every day's different. Hey, there's people out there that are going to punch you in the mouth sometimes. Sometimes it's a 5K. Yeah. But – at the end of it, he said he had fun. He wants to do another one. It was a good lesson, and we had a great time. Absolutely. So. Well, I was at that turkey try too, Hank. Did not finish in the time that you did, but finished the, we crossed the finish line as a family. That's awesome. just a fun – that's a good race. It is. You feel good about yourself after you complete it. You feel good. Like, 
as a family, we felt like we accomplished something together. Yeah. That's an awesome feeling. So, yeah, that was a, a fun weekend. I will make sure we do it again next year, the next year's Turkey Trot. And um, without further ado, Hank, let's talk about our weekend yeah. in fantasy football. I know it was a heartache for you and a heartache for me, too. Uh, two weeks till playoffs. Tell me how uh, you ended up last weekend. So let me tell you a little bit where I am in the standing. So we have a strong division. There's two divisions. We have mm-hmm. the East and West. And I'm in a division with a lot of championships, okay? <laughs> We've got players that know exactly what they're doing, and really? they love to win. Mm-hmm. We're putting up numbers that are really unprecedented compared to anybody else in the league. Mm-hmm. Then there's your division. Oh, is that right? Okay. <laughs> then there's your division, okay? And y'all suck, okay? So if you got to be in my division, you're mm-hmm. scraping to get up there. I'm. you got to score big points to win. Mm-hmm. And so I was tied for second with two other gents. So there's somebody at the top. At seven, what's our record now? Ten? Is it seven and seven and three? Seven and, seven and four. So actually. he's eight and three now. Whoa, who is right? this? CJ oh, is yes. eight and three. Then good. we had three other people tied. Out of those other two, I'm the only one that lost. So now I'm in the outside looking oh, in. Gosh. Okay, and those three gentlemen are ready for the playoffs because three from each division go. Right. But I'm the master of my own destiny here, mm. and I'll tell you why. Wow. You know that gentleman that. Some years ago, puked Bloody Mary <laughs> out into his aunt's yard. I may know this gentleman. Do you know this gentleman? I may know him. Well, that's who I play this weekend, okay? Yes. And he is in my division, and he is tied for second place, wow. okay? So he has one more win than I do. If I beat him this week mm-hmm. and win my last game, I go. Yeah. So I actually, and I, I kind of appreciate this, I have the ability to put myself in the, myself in the playoffs with wins. Well, Hank... How am I looking? (laughs) Remember, you were supposed to say, I don't really care how your team is looking. I don't care how your team is looking. But now that you asked, Chad, you are at 7 4 and tied Tied for first, first, okay? With the gentleman that just beat me this week, who I despise. I despise that gentleman. But you guys are tied at 7 4. So you guys are are still looking pretty good. And the bottom, because I think the rest of the week, the next two weeks, you play within your own division. You do. And if I played in that division, I would feel really good. <laughs> well, I feel very good because the gentleman who I'm tied with, Hank, went through his roster with me last weekend, and he starts Vernon Davis, <laughs> and then Derek Henry. He's still Is Derek Henry even – did he even suit up last weekend? I, he didn't. Okay, so Derek, let me let me. I played this. You, so you know all about. So this. So I know lineup. all about yes, this. Yes. So when we got into the game, I thought for sure this group Cock. of morons that he put out on the field <laughs> is certainly not going to beat me. Right. Right. Yeah. So I go into it, and this is why that you know that percentage that they put up there yes. when you're in the midst of your game, yes. they're like you're 88 percent chance of winning. Screw you yes. for telling me that crap. Don't ever look at that thing. I felt comfortable all day because he had people like Henry playing from Tennessee <laughs> yes. who scores zero. Zero. He yes. scored zero points. Vernon Davis from San Francisco or from uh yeah, from Washington, Washington. scored zero. So I'm like, this idiot isn't gonna score any points. He's got uh Aaron Rodgers and Crowder <laughs> to go. Who had career game. Between them, they had 61 points. Holy cow. 61 points Mm -hmm. between the two of them. I lost by 10, exactly 10. 
Crowder caught a 75-yard bomb at 11.08. At 11.09, I was leaving a very disturbing message on his phone. I can tell you that. And I'm not happy about it. (laughs) I can tell. But you know what the good thing about fantasy is? What's that? There's a new day. Got another another week to prove yourself. You know the worst part about this job? that we don't get paid to do <laughs> sitting here today is I have to sit across from you and watch you make that face because you're number one in your league right now. If you want to be the top of the loser division, have at Just it. Just get me in the playoffs, Daddy-O, and then I'll show you where to go. I wish so. I was in the loser division. <laughs> it doesn't matter what division you come from. You know as well as I do. Once you get in the playoffs, it's anybody's contest. All you got to do is get there. And guess what, fella? I'm getting there. (laughs) I'll be there. So I went one and two this weekend. Tough loss in this league that I'm in with you. A.J. Green, his injury worries me for the rest of the year. They're saying he might not be able to come back. Hammy Poole, he might be back week 16 or maybe first week of playoffs. But anyway, he posted a big zero. I lost by about, I think, eight to nine points in that game. Typically, A.J. Green is going to get me that. I should have had a W in my other league. I lose by three. A.J. Green in that league, I lose that one too. Do pull out a win in the other Hickory division. So six and five, seven and four, seven and four. Depressing. It's winners. It's winners. That's all we, <laughs> that's all we do over here at Team East. Hank, we just produce winners. You ready to talk about a couple winners for fantasy football this week, my friend? I guess. There we go. <laughs> Hickory. Actually, why'd I say Hickory? This is the Fantasy 45, fastest 45 seconds in fantasy football. Hank, this is Thanksgiving weekend, so the first three games are Thursday night. Remember our Thursday day, roll into Thursday night kind of affairs. And isn't it fun? You're eating your turkey, and then you just glance over, and the Detroit Lions are playing. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just, it feels like home. It does feel it like home. It just feels like home. It does. And Minnesota, Detroit do have that 1230 game slot. Again, Detroit playing at home, as they always do. Two-and-a-half-point favorite over the Minnesota Vikings, who – Got the show back on the road after three consecutive losses. They get a win last week over the Arizona Cardinals. Vegas has the number, two and a half, total 43. I like Detroit to win this game at home. They always play well on Thanksgiving. They do. And I think it's going to be easy for them. Do you know how important this game is now? If this is a division rivalry and whoever wins this game will be leading their division playoff spot, you know, on the line here. One thing I'd like for you to look out for, Detroit – they are not throwing the ball at all. Stafford had a terrible game. Golden Tate, three points. Marvin Jones, point five. That's three games in a row. Marvin Jones has really blanked the bed, if you know what I'll, I mean. He's been terrible. But on Thanksgiving Day, Matt Stafford just seems to have this thing that happens on Thanksgiving Day where he'll just throw it all over the place. Minnesota secondary can be had. They can be had. They can be had. (laughs) Especially on Thanksgiving Day. So I'm going to lean Detroit, too. I like them to win this game by a touchdown. And I'm going to lean over the 43. Parlay these bad boys. Parlay. Parlay these bad boys. Detroit and the over. Start your Thanksgiving outright with a sure winner to get the day started. (laughs) That was a quick one. Hey, you you know what I got to tell you? I I wanted to add to that. I I feel you on the Stafford thing. Yeah. He does have something on Thanksgiving over the last few years. It's called Megatron. (laughs) (laughs) And he does not have him this year. So let's hope he can do it without that. Because that guy loved Thanksgiving. Because he, like last year, I think he had three touchdowns the year before he had. 
two touchdowns. Yep. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yep. So thank you for reminding me that of Megatron is actually going to be eating Thanksgiving uh, lunch while Stafford will be on the field performing. So let's see how they do. We like Detroit, and we like the over. Right after that game, as you're feeling a little lethargic in that uh, chick to friend or whatever it's called in Turkey, what's it called? It's it's called like I can't I cannot say it now. That, no, it's like Chick, trick the fan. Trick the fan. I was close. Golly, I was close. my mouth didn't work. That you made that horrible definition of the word. Go ahead. Let's stick with chick to fran. And when the chick to fran's kicking in, it's about four thirty now, Hank. And so okay. Dallas is getting ready to take the field against their arch rival, the Washington Redskins, who are playing fantastic, as we know Dallas is as well. Las Vegas has the number set at seven. Total is fifty one. Can Washington? Really upset the stomachs of these Dallas Cowboys after a big helping of Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> I think I love Dallas right now, and I hate Dallas usually. Right. I love. I think I like Dallas because they're keeping Tony Romo out of the lineup, and Dak continues to win. I love that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think Dallas, although Washington's playing well, right? I like Dallas to win this game. Seven points is the number, though. That's a whole touchdown. You think they cover that? I think Dallas <laughs> wins this game, yes, by seven. Very good, very good. Well, Write I'm it gonna, down. I'm going to lean uh, going against you here, going with Washington to cover that seven. Still think Dallas gets the win at home, but Washington keeps it close. And, Hank, tell me out of these teams where you think the best fit for Romo is. I heard some good ones this week. I've heard Denver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Not bad. Let the Paxton Lynch sit another year. Simeon, eh, he hadn't really done it, you know, yet. I heard the Bears. Right. Cutler out for the season. I don't know if you heard that. Torn labrum, he's gone. So they're, That's a blessing to them. Yeah. You know, he wasn't going to be there next year. It's let somebody else – the Cutler story is over in Chicago. I hope he saved a lot of money. I think he did. Yeah, I'm, prob- I'm pretty sure he did. And last but not least, this one I like the most. This one fits the Jets. You know what I'm saying? They've got Fitzpatrick. Right. He's gone. They're not. He was signed for a one-year deal. Yep, They're not going to bring him back. They've got the defense. They've got some offensive weapons. Bring in Romo. Favre did it a couple years ago, remember, at yeah. the Jets? I think Romo fits there. What do you think? I <laughs> well, I like him there, sure, but all three of those teams need help, obviously. I think the the worst fit is Denver because they want a robot. They want a Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, John John Elway looking over your shoulder, you better be a great quarterback. And I think Romo's a little bit unpredictable. He likes to sling it around. He likes to make his own decisions. I don't think it really fits as well there. But he's got experience. I think John Elway, what he would pay the money for or trade a pick for to get Romo, the reason, because Romo's been in the league for a while. Simeon, he ain't done jack. How many playoff games has Romo won? He's only won one. But he's just, you know, he's been in the the game. Right. And Denver's got everything they need. They just need a quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah. So all three kind of would make sense. I think the Jets makes the most sense. We'll see where Romo ends up. And before we leave this conversation, what would you give up for Romo if you were the Jets or the Broncos or whomever? Would you give up a first-round pick? No. Third round? Yes. Third round. Yeah. Me too. I wouldn't, uh, first round pick is all yeah, – I mean, you're, you're hedging your bet on – somebody like a Peyton coming in and you, and somebody you know is going to give you four or five years. Right. You know what I mean? It, yeah, sure. Like Romo. It might be one year. It might be if, one. You're right. If he can make it through a year. Because right. he hasn't done that in a couple of years. So, yeah. Okay, perfect. I agree with you on that uh, that 
third round pick. And any fantasy news out of here? I, this some fantasy news here. Kirk Cousins is having a phenomenal season. I mean, I can't believe I'm saying that, but he's playing great. In this matchup, if you had, let's say, Dak as your backup, because there's some quarterback situations that are happening this week that we're going to talk about in a second, but would you start a Dak who's on fire right now or a Cousins who seems to be a little bit more consistent in, fantasy-wise in this matchup? Oh, man, you know, it comes down to matchup. I, I like Dak right now, and sure. I feel like he is probably – the one that I would go to because that running game is bananas. Mm. And I feel like it just allows him to have a little bit more control of the game for a young quarterback. So I would probably go with Dak. Yeah, I don't think you can lose starting in either of these quarterbacks fantasy-wise this week. I mean, the total's 51. I think they're going to blast us out of the water. So, yeah, both quarterbacks, sign them up, start them. Fantasy gold this week, Washington, Dallas. You, yeah, hey, uh, Kirk Cousins wanted me to tell you something. You like that? <laughs> yes, we do, Kirk. Yes, we do. Hank, let's go to the next game, my friend. Now it's 8.30. Kirk Cousins all nestled in bed now. It's the 8.30 game. His game's over. What are we doing at 8.30 on a Thanksgiving day? We got jammies on. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Got the fire going. Jammies are on. Probably liquor drink in hand. Getting ready for the 8.30 kick of the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Indianapolis Colts. Just a second ago, I mentioned there's some quarterback news we need to talk about. Did you hear about Andrew Luck? Mm, I just saw the pickup of the day as quarterback from Indianapolis. Yeah, so Andrew Luck going through concussion protocol. Only one player who has started concussion protocol on a Monday made it to a game on a Thursday. Normally, that's not enough time for you to get through. Right. And so – it looks like he is doubtful to play, which really sucks because he's my starting quarterback in two leagues. Oh, so. I wish I was playing you. Yeah, no kidding. So, anyway, Scott Tolsey. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> Scott D. Montgomery. No, this is Scott Tolsey, and he played at Wisconsin a couple years ago. We'll get the nod if luck can't go. What do we know about Scott Tolsey? I have no idea. I right. think he hasn't – I don't – He's taken a couple snaps. I know that. But, you know, he's a backup. When was he there? Was he there before Russell Wilson? Yes. Scott like told Rod Dane? Or, <laughs> you know, was, I would hope it wouldn't go back that long, but I'm not quite sure. I know at Wisconsin, he led – I mean, he, he handed the ball off a lot. That's what Wisconsin quarterbacks do. And right. he would only throw when needed to throw. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Anyway, I don't this know. is not shaping up well. Yes, it doesn't look especially too good for that for the offense Colts. because you know yeah, there's weapons galore. And Luck came, you know, he grew up playing a a spread offense, sure. and that's the offense he's in for a guy that just handing off the ball. Good luck. I'm hoping this Luck can you know somehow summon the strength to get through this concussion protocol and start. Because think how great of a game this would be. Pittsburgh's offense against Indianapolis offense, yeah. 8.30 kick. I mean, this is fantasy heaven right here. All the points that could be scored. But with luck out of the game, the game's off the board, but it opened at Pittsburgh minus three. The total was 53. I see the total. Actually, update. breaking news, breaking news. New line, Pittsburgh with luck supposedly out. Pittsburgh minus eight. Total 48. So it went up five points for Pittsburgh, and the l number dropped five points toward the under. How mm. could you bet against Pittsburgh in this game if that quarterback's yeah. going? How could you? I don't think you They could. really didn't have a great – I mean, because they were playing in the weather and everything against the Browns. Cleveland, yeah. You know, I, I, I don't see how you can bet against them. Yeah. 
I agree. Um, Scott Tolles in at quarterback. We're taking Pittsburgh. If Luck does play this game, which, you know, he's doubtful, I think they could keep it close, and I definitely would go over the total. But if it's, if it's not Luck, I'm going under the total all day, Pittsburgh as well. Next up, we've got a Sunday kick. San Diego travels to Houston. Hey, did you watch the Monday night game last night? Houston versus – of course you watched it because it's the Raiders. It's Oaktown. So – were you impressed by the Raiders? Not They really didn't look good until the fourth quarter, and they kind of turned it on. Right, and I, I tell you, the whole game I was more impressed. I felt like Houston hadn't done jack all year, like played up to their expectation, and they actually played, they played well, really well. So, I mean, I was more impressed with what they had going on than, you know, great teams always rise to the <laughs> occasion, and that's exactly what Oakland did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about Azteca, whatever it's called? That. that place looked pretty cool in there well you know it's a different atmosphere in there and how could it not be cool could you imagine like going to a soccer game and watching it there and i don't know if we've shared these videos but these soccer fans are just ridiculous ridiculous and some of their chants are amazing like even if they there's a team in europe that one of our friends showed us a video showed me a video of and they're terrible and they never score. And so the whole crowd started chanting, let's act like we scored. Let's act like we scored. Let's act like they scored. And then like after the fourth one, they all go, yeah, and they erupt. That's hilarious. I mean, these fans are crazy. Wow. Crazy. And I'm with you, man. I'm sure they were stoked yeah. to watch a football game. Did you realize the altitude? It's 2,500 feet above mile like denver yeah so i did God. not realize that until yeah. i heard that it's crazy so i'm sure those athletes were gasping for breath if you're not ready for that but as we said oakland pulls out the win houston played better now houston at home this sunday one o'clock kick against the san diego chargers who had a bye last weekend houston minus one total 47 against those chargers i think san diego comes out and wins I, you know houston's had a pretty weird week yeah. you know going to mexico traveling back, back yeah. you know they might have had montezuma's revenge who knows they drank a little water mm-hmm. um so i think san diego coming off the bye week their offense has been playing pretty well i think san diego is the pick i like san diego here too plus the one on the road for the exact same reasons hank says tough a short week you know you got the one o'clock kick you were in new mexico Probably, I bet they partied a little bit last night too, man, before they left. So, yeah, a little hangover going on. Let's go San Diego plus the one. I'm only under the 47 in this one. Next up, and this is a who care game, Tennessee Titans at the Chicago Bears. We mentioned Cutler out for the year. I don't even know who the backup there is. Oh, I know who it is. Matt Barkley. Oh, my God. The guy from USC? USC. Matt Barkley will be the starter. Um the total oh. 42. Tennessee might get this total by themselves, but the total is 42. Tennessee is a five-point favorite on the road. Mariota playing good, you know, playing, putting up great fantasy numbers. I think for a second-year quarterback, he's showing well. What happens here in this matchup? DeMarco Murray runs all over them, and they easily cover five. Yeah, I can see that, too. Chicago basically waving the white flag, I would say, now with Cutler gone. Alshon Jeffrey still on the shelf with PDs, four-game suspension. Not much to play for in Chicago. Yeah, they and, you know, and They're getting to the point now where if they don't pick up a quarterback and they have – a good draft pick next year. Who do they get? Because that's true. You know, Cleveland. You know, there there may be somebody off the board. Yeah, and we had we struggled putting together the first pick if it was a quarterback. Right, that's true. Who do they get? Great question, Matt Barkley. 
Mm-mm-mm. Well, anyway, I'm with you there, Hank. We're going to go lean to Tennessee, actually, to cover this number, minus five, and we'll go under the total 42. And, you know, the quarterback for Louisville, he can't come out, right? You know, he's got to play another year before he can go to the draft. Uh, I believe I so. so. I believe that's the, the case. So you got Deshaun Watson as the Clemson quarterback. You got the Notre Dame quarterback, Kaiser. And there's supposed to be other one other quarterback. Um, anyway, you got Leonard Fournette, too, running back in there for LSU. Right. He'll be eligible. Um, all right, buddy, moving on to the next game. We've got Jacksonville at Buffalo. Buffalo without LaShawn McCoy. McCoy had surgery today. This is some injury news. He had surgery today on his thumb. He says he's going to be able to play, but if you had surgery on your thumb on a Monday, guy would be hard as hell to play a game on his the hand that he carries the ball in. Hey, those cats are tough. They man. are warriors, but damn, I'm saying that'd be tough to play in that game. Anyway, keep your eyes on LaShawn McCoy. If he can't play, you've got Gillisey or Gillisey, whomever backing him up. Jacksonville on the road, they stink. We talked about it week in, week out. They're a seven-point dog on the road. At Buffalo, total 45 and a half. All right. I like Taylor and how he's playing right now. I mean, he's playing pretty well. And I think he can pull the Bills past this gross Jacksonville team. Yes. And Jacksonville, I turned on their game, and they threw a touchdown to a guy that I'd never heard of. <laughs> and Allen Robinson acted like he won the Super Bowl. And I was like, you guys are terrible. Yeah, these guys really stink. You got to go Buffalo if you go anywhere here. Minus the seven. I'm only under the total 45 and a half. Let's just get the hell out of here. All right, Cincinnati out at Baltimore. Big news, injury. We just talked about A.J. Green out. We don't know when he's coming back. And Giovanni Bernard, their running back, PPR dream, torn ACL. Man, I hate to hear when someone tears their ACL, especially an athlete like, like that dude is. Yeah. What an incredible athlete. So it looks like it'll be the Jeremy Hill show in the backfield for Cincinnati. Cincinnati's having a tough, tough year. Can they get any more bad news? It's just been rough. Baltimore, four-and-a-half-point favorite at home, total 41. I don't want to celebrate this because it's unfortunate that he has an injury. But I'm playing your brother, and he's got Bernard. <laughs> yeah! So terrible. Jeremy, <laughs> lost a guy. All right, uh, back to the game. Like I think Cincinnati – I think Cincinnati has enough weapons. I just think Baltimore's offense is boring as yeah, heck. It stinks. It's terrible. And I think Andy Dalton and some of those other receivers can actually pull this game out. So I'm going to go with Cincinnati. Wow. It would be a big upset if they do with all their injuries. You know, one thing Baltimore does have, though, they have Steve Smith. And Steve Smith caught his 1,000th ball or something. Did you see yeah. his 1,000th ball? Yep. God, I just love this dude. I do too, man. Um, I'm going to go the opposite direction. i got to lean Baltimore, if anything. I think Cincinnati might be waving it in with A.J. Green and Giovanni Bernard on the sidelines. I do think their defense can keep this thing kind of close, so I'm going to lean under the total, but Baltimore minus the four and a half. Next up, Arizona travels to Atlanta. Atlanta, with the Panthers win on Thursday, they get, they're tied with the um, Saints, and I think they're – Two games back from the Falcons, okay? Mm -hmm. Still in the hunt. They've got to basically sweep the rest of the games. Atlanta at home against a reeling Arizona team. Atlanta minus four and a half. Matt Ryan. Oh, Tevin Coleman might be back this might. week. Might. Might. Steve, so let's keep your eye on him. You got Devontae Freeman in the mix. Julio Jones having an all-pro kind of year like we knew he would. Can Atlanta 
Keep the momentum up. Four and a half point favorite, 50 and a half total. I like the over on this one because I think both of them can score kind of big. And Floyd is starting to come on like he, he did is. at the end of last year. He's doing the same He's thing. He's doing the right. exact same thing. Now, I hope Jones doesn't go off because he plays on your brother's team. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's hard to handle this guy. I mean, he has just proven like this is my year. If we're going to talk about receivers, you're going to talk about me. You're not going to talk about Antonio Brown. It's hard, I, it's hard to bet against Atlanta. I'm going to take Atlanta. Yeah, think about this, too. Think about this matchup. So, Julio Jones, you know, you've got Patrick Peterson on the other side of the ball for Arizona Cardinals, one of the best de- defensive backs in the land. I wonder if they're going to match Peterson up on Julio. And if he does, it's got to hurt Julio a little bit. Right. You know, you would think it would. Because he's a big – Julio's a big guy, but Peterson's yes, a big guy. big and fast. So, keep your eye on that matchup. It should be very interesting to see. Uh, I'm going to lean Atlanta to at home, minus the four, and I'm going to go lean under the 50-and-a-half. I think it comes in right at 50. Next up, 1 o'clock kick Sunday. We're San Francisco traveling to Miami. Miami's won five in a row. It's a heavy dose of Jay Ajayi. It's Tannehill, just like we said, not trying to overthink things, do too much, just doing enough to get the win. San Francisco – Here's, here's my dilemma. So I've, I've got Andrew Luck. I've got Colin Kaepernick sitting on the waiver wire and, oh. and a Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> I mean, and that's it. There ain't nobody. I can't, or a Carson Wentz. Do I pick? Who do you get? If you're an Andrew Luck owner and those are the kind of guys you've got on the waiver wire, what do you do? Do you go, you don't get Scott Tolsey in, I wouldn't think. You're not going for Matt Barkley. Hell no. So. Tannehill is, is, you know. I mean, I mean, what do you think? Between Kaepernick and Tannehill, what would you do? I, I just, I, I like Tannehill. I think Kaepernick is mistake prone, you know. Yes. And so I, I would much rather have the 154 yards passing mm-hmm. opposed to the 200 with two interceptions. Yeah. So Jay Ajayi has proven he's going to be able to handle the ball. That San Francisco just stinks. Yeah. So I would yeah. go with Tannehill. Okay, Tannehill, I guess that also means you're going to go Miami minus the eight. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, there you go. So Miami minus the eight for Mr. Hank. I like Miami two minus the eight. San Francisco until they prove they can cover a number. They covered two weeks ago, but they didn't cover last week against the Patriots. I'm going to lean Miami as well. Jay Ajayi, I'm telling you. Big dose. If you play DFS, Daily Fantasy, and you can draft him, he'll probably be the number one running back out there. 200 yards for this guy. San Francisco's defense, as we talked about. Horrendous. JJ all day. We got Miami minus the eight. I'm gonna lean. Actually, I'm gonna go over the total 45 and a half. I think Tannehill will be licking his chops. You just made my decision for me. Tannehill on the waiver wire. He will be on my team. You're welcome. Thank you, Hank. One o'clock. Next game. Los Angeles Rams against those New Orleans Saints. The Saints coming off the loss to the Panthers on Thursday. The Rams coming off the loss to Miami on Sunday. Saints need a win at home. Minus the seven, total 45 and a half. Have you ever seen the Saints play bad twice? No, back especially to back. not when they're at home. You know, Back to back. Have you ever seen them play bad? Have you ever seen Drew Brees no. play bad? No. So I, there's no way I'm betting against that guy right now. And I could see in Goff's eyes to his soul, and he was clueless out there. We talked about this, yeah. Hank. Remember? You did. You did. You yeah. said it. And he, I mean, I, I think at one point he threw the ball away, and it was fourth down. And he stood there like he got another down. Oh, God. And I was like, this guy doesn't know what's going on. Oh, God. So, I, without a doubt, you take the Saints. I mean, they're at home. They played bad. He played bad last week. Yeah. He's going to come back in here. Yeah, I agree. This Rams defense can try to slow Drew Brees down a little bit, but on the road, New Orleans is going to dominate the time of position. 
a possession. That means L.A.'s defense gets very, very tired. That's when you can take advantage of that secondary. New Orleans, Drew Brees covers this number, and Drew Brees has a fantasy, great fantasy deck game. Look for 300 yards for Drew Brees. Next up, 1 o'clock kick, New York Giants at the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland still winless in the hunt for the number one pick. We've talked about it week in, week out. I don't even know who will be quarterback. Okay, quarterback announced because Cody Kessler got a second concussion of the year as the quarterback. RG3. (laughs) Don't don't say it. Don't say it. Don't you dare suit up for this game. Josh McCown, probable. 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 If they put RG3 out there, I will. I bet you Josh McCown is negotiating not to get in. (laughs) Please don't play me. Please don't play me. Did you see me. what's going on with these other guys? I don't want to be a part of this. Yes, I'll be dead at the end of the game. You know what would be interesting if Terrell Pryor, who's a Cleveland Brown, who actually used to play play quarterback, if he actually he suits up or he lines I up at the backfield. I bet you he's in line to be he, one of them. He's going to have to be. They're right. running out of quarterbacks. It's unbelievable. That dude's a, turned into a great receiver. That just tells you what kind of athlete that guy is. I mean, he is probably one of the, the top ten receivers in – football right now absolutely imagine this hank i heard this today this is so interesting so rg3 tried out for the patriots right mm-hmm. this offseason tried out belichick said he didn't have the stuff can you imagine because listen to the page receiver wise receiver wise that that was that's what he's trying to become and belichick said nah so think about you have grok you got the two Deion lewis james white and Legarrette blunt in the backfield you know you got edelman and you got the other little receiver Hogan oh. or whatever. <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Amendola. Amendola. They right. need one speedy-ass wide receiver on the outside. And that team, forget about it, right. you know? And he was sitting in their lap. And Belichick – Belichick doesn't make too many bad choices. And he said, nah, because he's turned out to be one hell of a wide receiver. Can yeah, you imagine him on that team? Brady throwing deep to him. Wow. Um, Giants – on fire right now. They've won four in a row. Giants minus seven on the road at the Cleveland Browns. Total 45. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. Doesn't Whoever matter. Cleveland's playing, take the opposite and you'll win. Absolutely. I can't say it any better. Next up, we've got a four o'clock kick. This is the 405 kick. Seattle at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay shocked the world last weekend by beating the Chiefs. Jameis Winston at home. Seattle on fire right now, too. Russell Wilson looks so dang. You know who Dak Prescott reminds me of Russell Wilson, just a little bit bigger stature because he can roam around. Right. He makes great decisions. Anyway, Dak, Dak and Russell Wilson love these dudes. Um, Seattle, on the road, six-point favorite total, 44-and-a-half against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They lost C.J. Procise. Broke his scapula. They did. I he, saw that. He was a big pick. You know, he, he was rolling with me. Yes. And uh, so he's going to be out, which is unfortunate because now they go – It's go, if you have Thomas Rawls – You've you've done something. You just fell into RB one lap right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? RB one. You just did something. So I like Seattle to win this game. I think Tampa. Um, it's going to be hard for Tampa because Tampa really is dependent on their running game. And last week, Doug Martin didn't run that well. I was going to ask you about that. I saw his numbers. Eh, nothing really to write home about. Nope. Was it because they were playing against Kansas City's defensive front, or was it just he's not fully healthy? I think he took a minimal amount of snaps. Okay, and their defense is okay. Yeah. Right, so you know, against Seattle's D, it's going to be even harder. Yeah, so I, I say Seattle takes this one. I love Seattle too, Hank. Uh, I'm agreeing with you 100. percent Let's go Seattle minus the six, and I will lean over that 44 and a half because I think the only way Tampa Bay can keep it close is just kind of like a shootout, and that's what they'll try to do. Next up, wow, Panthers versus Raiders, 425. 
So what do you, you're going to root for the Raiders, but you like the Panthers. I'm, I think, okay, I'm going to start this one off. Hank. Please. Total or the, the number Oakland is a three and a half point favorite. The total is 48. I love the Panthers in this spot. I'll tell you why. Same reason why we were just talking about Houston. The Raiders coming back up from Mexico. You know, Happy pulled out another last-minute win. It seems like Derek Carr pulls out these last-minute – I mean, it's weekly now. You know, they're down, and then he wins the game at the end. Same thing Cam did last year. Same thing. Exact same thing. Teams are comparable. Cam on the road. Everybody's against them. Why do I feel they're getting ready to get it in gear? I just Without felt Keekly? this. Oh, yeah, right. That, that hurts. That hurts them a lot. I still feel like they can get it done in Oakland, especially if I'm catching three and a half. I see this being a field goal game. I'm going to lean Carolina plus the three and a half, and I'm going to go over the 48. Tell me what you think. I don't think that they're going to have that much success. I think Oakland goes in and wins it by more than three and a half. What, what uh, do you think? Unfortunately – Without Keekly, that defense is going to be a little, you know, a little bit less effective. When sure. you have somebody that's led the league in tackles and is like third in the league in tackles right now, and you don't have them, mm-hmm. you're going to have to have somebody step up. And I feel like you get a couple holes there. So I just don't think that they can pull it off. For our gambling friends, wouldn't you think with Keekly's injury and the Raiders, I'm, you know, the Raiders like to run the ball, but Derek Carr with those weapons on the outside, Crabtree Cooper. and Cooper, it seems like they can. They can score at will. We know Carolina's secondary stinks, right? right? Their defensive front's good. Secondary stinks. Without Keekly there, I'm thinking the over 48 smells really good. <laughs> smells very nice. Very nice. So I'm really liking that 48, but I'm leaning a little bit of that Carolina too. So do what you will, but it smells good. <laughs> All right, next up, we've got an 8.30 game, Hanky. Actually, before I do that, they've changed the time. This is interesting. So did you know that NBC has the right – for their Sunday night game to change a four o'clock game, yep. to the game to the game they want. Yep, and it happened last year too. I think it did. It happened last year, and they've done it again this year. So the game that was supposed to be the eight thirty game was the New England Patriots versus the Jets. Ugh. Nobody cares about the Jets. Everybody likes to see Tom Brady, but eh. So they moved that one to four twenty five and bumped the Kansas City game against Denver to the eight thirty. We'll talk about that one in a second. Let's start with a 425. New England at the Jets. New England on the road, minus the eight, total 48. It seems, before you answer, Hank, that the Jets always seem to play the Patriots kind of tight. I don't know why. I guess because they're division rivals or whatever. But they always seem to play them close. Even though the Jets stink this year, do they have enough to keep this game close and maybe even get a win? I think they score, and I think I like the over. But I just think that Tom Brady's going to run away with it. And now he's going to have Gronk back. Possibly, possibly. I mean, yeah. he didn't. He didn't use Marcellus Bennett. Well, did what happened with 1. him? One point eight. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he did not use him. So you know, that's the problem with carrying a receiver outside of Gronk from that team. Because next thing you know, Chris Hogan has three touchdowns. Right. And that you know, you can't necessarily bet on those third and fourth receivers for Tom Brady. But I just think that he's going to score a ton, and the Jets are going to score enough to hit the over. But I don't think they hold it close enough to cover the spread. Yep. Hank's leaning in New England minus the eight. Just because they're the Jets and they're at home. No, what am I talking about? I'm going New England minus the eight, too. No doubt. Let's go over the total 47 as well. Uh, eight o'clock game. This is the Sunday night event. So everybody has had their long weekend full of the turkey. It's 8.30 now. you got to get some rest, get ready for work on Monday. Hank, Kansas City 
at Denver in this 8.30 time slot. Denver, a three-and-a-half point favorite at home. Total, 39-and-a-half. I like Kansas City in this game. I just, I just feel like Alex Smith is a tenured quarterback that from a loss will come in there and play well. Mm-hmm. So I like him plus the points. can see it. Especially, this is more of an anti-Denver pick for me. I like Kansas City here in this spot because I'm telling you, Trevor Simeon has not proven anything to me. He's the starting quarterback. Kansas City's defense will be all over that dude. Look for a pick six for Kansas City. They get this win, outright win, by three. Whoa. Did I just say that? Outright. Outright. Last but not least, Hank, Green Bay. This is it Monday night against the Philadelphia Eagles. Green Bay have have lost, I want to say it's four in a row. They've lost four in a row. It's crazy to me. This is interesting, though, fantasy-wise. Aaron Rodgers is putting up Cam Newton-like. If you look at their stats week 11 to week 11, you know, Cam had a – he was MVP last year. His fantasy numbers were phenomenal. Aaron Rodgers' numbers are identical to Cam's, which is From crazy. last year? From last year. Because, you know, you think Aaron Rodgers has had a terrible year because the Packers have, but his fantasy numbers – have been legit, which is wild. Right. You know? That's kind of like how Matthew Stafford and Eli Manning and all those guys have been exactly. in the past. Right. So, right. Their teams kind of stink, but they put good numbers up because they're, maybe they're behind a lot and they got to sling. They got to chuck it. Yeah. So, anyway, that makes some sense. So, Green Bay, which is, you know, on the road, they were a dog to Washington last week. Now they're a dog. They haven't been a dog two weekends in a row. And I'm, I'm saying it 10 years since Rodgers has been there. They're a dog two weekends in a row at Philadelphia. Philadelphia minus three and a half point favorite total 47. I'm going to take – you cannot bet against Aaron Rodgers that long. You cannot do it. I bet against Aaron Rodgers on Sunday night and got waxed. I was like, dude, he's not going to lose to Washington. Right. Or at least it'll be close. Yeah, they got – their defense is Terrible. Terrible. They cannot stop anybody. I had them anybody. at the beginning of the year, and they are horrible. Yeah. Horrible. They cannot stop anybody. So I, I'm going to go with – this may be a homer pick, but I want to. I, I just think that they get it back on track. Yeah. I'm taking them plus points. One thing that they can do I – mean, let's say – take that back. Not that they can do, but Philadelphia's offense is no juggernaut. You know what I'm saying? They Sproles is hurt now. Ryan Matthews is hurt. Yeah. Oh, fantasy info. Wendell Smallwood. Smallwood. He might be worth picking up because if he's the – they like to use their running backs out of the backfield. That's a big part of their offense, you know, because to be honest, Philadelphia's receivers, yeah, they kind of suck. Jordan Matthews is hurt now too. Yeah. I mean, who are they going to give the ball to? That – no, I can't even remember his name. It's a different guy. Aguilar. Oh, I mean, man. Know. Aguilar. <laughs> Aguilar. So, anyway, yeah, Green Bay should be able to outscore this Philadelphia team. I like Aaron Rodgers. Let's give him one more shot. Plus the three and a half. He's been getting those points. I like that. I'm going under the total 48, though. All right, Hank. Very good job. Uh, good job there. It wraps up Fantasy 45, fastest 45 seconds in Fantasy Football. So, check this out. In college basketball, and we got college hoops going on. This is a great time of the year. You got the Maui Classic. You got the Paradise Jam in the Bahamas. You got all these little basketball tournaments. So my brother-in-law, Law, and I, normally, Laude, normally during this holiday season, we'll stay up and watch, you know, Chaminade versus Virginia Union at 1, and then at one thirty in the morning it might be Pacific versus uh, Pepperdine. Right. So anyway, we got that to look forward to. But one big, big event we have to look forward to on Saturday, 12 o'clock kick. It's Ohio State versus Michigan in football. Right. It's at the Horseshoe. It's a huge game. It's got all this BCS, you know, all this stuff will come about this game. Which doesn't even matter because they hate each other anyway. It doesn't matter if Ohio State's one, Michigan is 50. It's a tight, 
game. They hate each other. Absolutely. So if I were to tell you that this number, I mean, let me find this little booger here. The line for this game, before I talk, before I find it, because I'm having a little trouble finding it real quick, tell me your thoughts on the Charlie Strong issue, you know, Texas kind of hanging them out to dry. They say he's fired, but the people, the powers that be, the president of the school, the AD won't tell them. How do you, what do you feel about this? I feel like it's terrible communication. I mean, there's enough people anymore. I know boosters have power and I know that money gives power, but anymore you can't treat people this way. Right. And And I feel like it's unfair to him, regardless of his record to put him out there. And the other thing is, is it eliminates what he can do with his future. Sure. Cause right now, if they told him he was gone, I'd be on the horn. Cause I can tell you, regardless of what his record was at Texas, somebody wants him. There's no doubt bad, about it. No doubt about bad. It. And I just feel like somebody over there has to grab the bull by the horns and say, this is what we're doing. Yeah. And this is how we're doing it. It makes Texas look like a bunch of pricks. It does. Because the whole nation knows that this poor fella, he went to his press conference getting grilled by all the media like, hey, are you know if you're fired? I mean, everybody in the world knows that he basically basically is fired. They haven't come out. It, but he can't come out and say it. You know, like, just let the – he's hanging by the thread. Yeah. I feel bad for him. I, I feel too. bad for his athletes. Watch what happens in this game. They play – who do they play? This is – oh, they play TCU. TCU. Will those dudes – I wonder what that number is. Fight for them. You know, I bet they will. And let me see if I can find that number. Would you not love to be in that locker room to hear his speech if he gave Ooh, a great one? You know he will. If he looked him in the eyes. Because they said, love this dude. Man. Yeah. I'm he said, you. regardless of that, that long horn on your helmet, do this for me. Play this one for me. Play this one for me. Let me go out on top. Yeah. Let's all go out on top. Yes. Let's show them. Let's show them what, what we what really we've are accomplished about. in the this last five us. years. Screw the rest of them. This is for us. Ooh, I've got Chilling. chills. I got chills just thinking about that. 330 kick Friday, Texas, two and a half point favorite. Two and a half point. You know, put a little bit on that one. Hank, put a little bit on that one. Okay. I like that one. And as for that Ohio State Michigan State game, this is the Saturday 12 noon kick. I just saw it, and I just lost it. I want to say, Hank, and I'm going to find it here real quick. It is Ohio State in the horseshoe, minus 6.5, total 45.5. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. What do you think? Well, you know, that's that's just enough to scare you. You yeah. know, I think 45 is safe. I would take the over in that. I feel like all of the bags of tricks that both these they're coaches gonna have, they're going to throw them out because they want to be. It, this is yeah. life or death. They got to get you know get their position for the postseason. So I think the over is safe. And it, you know, I thought you were going to say seven and a half, but at six and a half, I still like Ohio State. Yeah, I'm going to lean Ohio State too. Michigan's quarterbacks out. They've got another quarterback who's supposed to, supposedly pretty good, but it hasn't been the guy who's led them all year. Yeah, if you got to take anything, especially if it's under a touchdown, take Ohio State. And one last one before we get out of here. You know, it's the Iron Bowl. It's the biggest game of the year for the SEC, Alabama versus Auburn this year. It's at Alabama. They used to play at a neutral field, I think. Do they still play at a neutral field? I don't know. I'll I have to look. I'll look. Uh, 
But Alabama's a 17-point favorite. This is a 3.30 kick on a Saturday afternoon. Is there any way you can go against Bama? No. No. They're an NFL team, for goodness sakes. Yeah. I mean, they're they're just to the point where, no, you can't bet against them. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll probably, I was just going to stay away from this one. I always like watching this game, though, because it always seems to be interesting mm-hmm. at the end. I like the over the 46 and a half, however. I might lean that way just to make it a little interesting. Um, so, anyway, it's going to be a fun, fun weekend. You know, we're taking off Thursday, Hank, to go to Charlotte to see my sister and her family. And then we're leaving from Charlotte to go to High Point to see Jennifer's family. Then we're taking my girls on Saturday to NC State's campus. They never – been around campus, walk them around, and then we're going to the basketball game at 4 o'clock on Saturday evening. Then we're going to the Oyster Bar, so they've never been there. We're going to eat dinner there on 42nd Saturday. Street? Yes, oh, 42nd nice. Street Oyster Bar. So we're doing that Saturday evening then coming home on Sunday, so it should be a lot of fun. How about yourself? Um, I am going to uh, go up to Linville to um, eat Thanksgiving up there. We do it every year with my wife's family. Mm-hmm. Um, my side of the family, we eat every Sunday together. So, Do you really? Yeah, That's every awesome. Sunday we yeah. eat together. And so we don't, you know, although we're very thankful for each other, we kind of break off and do what our, the other side of the family is doing. Understood. And it always works out pretty well. So we're going up to Linville. We'll be back on Saturday um, to have kind of a quiet evening, mm-hmm. I think, on Saturday. And uh, just get ready for next week because in the next few weeks, I'm going to take a trip. Where are you going? We are going to Mexico. Yes, I've heard about this. Yes. This is the 40th kind of trip for all your homies. Yes. That turn 40 together. So I turned 40 a couple, you know, about a month ago. Yes. And my wife turns 40 in December. Mm-hmm. And there were three or four other girls that turned 40 at the same time. And so, you know, a guy weekend would have been like, let's just get some wings and watch some football. But <laughs> right. the girls said, we got to go to Mexico. Only the best. So uh, the we're best. going to go there in a couple of weeks. So this, the Turkey day, we got about eight more work days before we go. Oh, you lucky dog. Where exactly are you going to Mexico? Playa Mueras. Okay. In Mexico. All right. I don't know if I've Cancun. ever been there. Cancun area. What's yep. the resort? Uh, it's called Playa Mueras. And it is going to be you know, we are all very good friends, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we've known each other forever. I, you know, I, I, and the group of morons that I'm going with <laughs> is going to be outstanding. Sure. You think we've got stories, you know, mm-hmm. right? I cannot wait till the Tuesday we come back yes. because I know that the group of people that I'm with are going to provide. I mean, we've already, they, we've had people already say, don't expect me out before 10. <laughs> don't ask yes. where I am right. before 10 a.m. Right. So it's going to be a lot of fun. All inclusive, this result? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. brother. And there's going to be a lot of beach time, I think, mm-hmm. for your boy here, sure. right? Trying to get my base tan on. Yes. All right. Got to do it. So we'll, we'll see. We'll have a bunch of fun. So yeah. looking forward to it. Oh, and, you know, always great. in two weeks, we always got a fun party out in the field. Yeah, Chili uh, Cotillions right yeah. around the corner. I cannot, does it feel like, I mean, it doesn't feel like the holiday season yet. Not yet. You know, not yet. I guess when we get that Christmas tree up this weekend and all that stuff, maybe it'll start feeling like it. But, you know, my uh, my Lucy Rose said, Daddy, do you know Christmas is five Saturdays away? Five Saturdays, we're going to, it's Christmas. That's crazy. 
nuts. That is crazy. Time is flying by, Hank. Time is, is flying by. All right, buddy. Well, enjoy your weekend. I will see you here next Tuesday for another episode of the Fantasy Formula. I cannot wait. Tell your family happy Thanksgiving. You do the same. All right, buddy. And to you fantasy fanatics out there, we'll talk to you next week as well. Peace. Bloody Marys. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.